from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Monday, August 17th, live inside the Mercy One studio. Here we go. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up here soon, Director of Pastoral Care at Mercy Medical Center. Going to talk to us about yesterday's gospel as we launch into the week. 7.15 today, Tyler Rowley is going to be on. He's the editor of the new book, Because of Our Fathers. And this was a book compiled uh, by Ignatius Press. Um, They put together a book from 23 different Catholics highlighting the role that their fathers played in their life. Not the early church fathers that we talk about a lot on this show, but their actual dads. And, uh, and how they came to really love the faith because of their fathers. So we'll have that coming up in about 7.15 today. No Megan Selwa today. She's going to be on TV this morning. So we'll give you that weekly outlook from Mark Amadeo along with your news and sports. At 7.45 today, John Wynn's going to be on the show uh, for his monthly faith journey segment. He's in the midst of a convocation, I believe, this morning uh, for a faith journey. And we're going to talk about how things are going to look this year. Um, amidst everything that's going on and uh, what Faith Journey is going to be doing uh, within our schools. So John Wynn coming up at about 7.45 today. All right. Uh, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. I see I got promoted to the weather guy now huh, today. <laughs> Apparently, today's the day. Congratulations. Yeah, the, the lady that was... Thank you. Uh, the lady that was on uh, about a week ago today had the uh, prediction of this uh, derecho that uh, kind of went through. So... Uh, she taking a day off, huh? Ooh, so I get promoted. I didn't Thanks. know she predicted that. I guess I I, I don't remember. <laughs> Nobody predicted it, but oh, okay. she called it when it was uh, forming uh, yeah. right after the show, uh, about nine ten o'clock in eastern or northwest Iowa. And she said, "I remember hearing the reports, and they all of a sudden, it. ah, just going to be a windstorm coming through. That's it, and it just got rolling and rolling and." Yeah. Here we are. It looks like most people, at least driving, most people have got their, uh, you know, trees all trimmed up and everything on the on the street corners now. So, any any, have you heard anything about what the cities are going to be doing and cleaning up? Yeah, cleanup uh, begins as far as the the curbside uh, uh, service are going to provide picking up the trees and branches and all the limbs uh, begins today. Oh. So. Um, the only one, the only one I haven't seen John is Urbandale and that, that concerns me, but I know they'll be out and about, but all the cities are picking up beginning today. So get that stuff drug out to yep. the curb. That's the, that's the time to do it now. 
Yeah, so anyway, we've got uh, pretty good weather to look forward to the rest of the week. Pretty simple. It's going to be uh, sunny, uh, nice, highs in the lower to mid-80s, lower uh, humidities. Very few people left around here with uh, power outages. That's good. Bad news is uh, Cedar Rapids is still cleaning up, and that that is not good. There are, no, there are a lot of trouble over there, and, and hopefully that will get fixed soon. Well, I looked at this week, and I said, uh, honey, this is good golfing week. And she said, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. well, when's my four hours? When do I get my four hours? And I said, okay, all right, I get it. <laughs> said you can have it tonight, beginning at about 4.15 oh, go- <laughs> until about 10, if you'd like. Cubs doubleheader. <laughs> That's today. Yeah. That is correct. They yeah. take on the uh, dreaded Cardinals, mm. who've been on vacation most of the summer, it seems like, with their... Uh, been sitting out until this weekend, but I like that. Four hours of golf, huh? Is that what you uh, told her you needed? Oh, well, I, you know, when I go out golfing four hours, she says, well, when, when's my four hours? All right, I, I get love it. it. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Good for Teresa. That's the way it should be. Yeah, you got you to gotta balance. Yeah, certainly do. All right, well, let's get right to it this morning. We've got a beautiful day and a beautiful week in store weather-wise. And right now from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, mostly clear skies, 66 degrees, a northwest wind at 8 miles per hour, and the humidity at 81%, and that'll be a, a par for the course today, so to speak. Today we'll see mostly sunny skies. Get out your sunglasses. A high of 84 degrees, north winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. We could see gusts up near 20 miles per hour at times tonight clear skies overnight low of 58 degrees and then tomorrow mostly sunny highs in the lower 80s and that'll be the case all week tuesday through friday highs in the lower to mid 80s under mostly sunny skies haven't had a forecast like that and obviously today on the weather scale a perfect 10 well in the news on this monday morning even with all the rain that fell in iowa during last monday's derecho uh, the latest crop report uh the latest report from the u.s drought monitor rather shows little uh, change from a week ago. The report uh, shows all or parts of 11 Iowa counties in west central Iowa are in their second week in the D3 category, which means extreme drought. Now, the scale only goes up to D4, which is the exceptional drought, although none of Iowa has reached that level yet. The report shows much of Iowa's western half remains under moderate to severe drought, while much of northern and east central Iowa is considered abnormally dry. Only a smattering of counties on the southern and eastern borders of Iowa are in normal territory. 11 Iowa counties in extreme drought condition, with four of those right here or near central Iowa, including Adair, Boone, Dallas, and Guthrie counties. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, some of the Midwest teams involved. Well, the Cubs had a tough weekend. They dropped three of four to Milwaukee. Milwaukee went in yesterday at Wrigley Field, six to five. So the Cubs uh, lost three of four to the Brewers, and they lead the National League Central by three and a half games over Milwaukee and St. Louis. Cubs open a doubleheader, as John mentioned today, at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. And uh, first game begins at 4:15. In other games, the Minnesota Twins uh, remain in first place. They defeated the Kansas City Royals 4-2. The Twins lead the Cleveland by one game, the American League Central. The White Sox defeated St. Louis 7-2, and Cleveland down Detroit 8-5. High school boys golf as the fall high school season opener is today, and the Dowling boys golf team will be at Southeast Polk for a JV varsity match beginning at 8:45 at Copper Creek Golf Course in Pleasant Hill. And we are just 11 days away from the opening night of the high school football season here on Iowa Catholic Radio for the 44th consecutive year. Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School football. The Maroons are the seven-time defending 4A champions, and the opening night is Friday, August 28th. Dowling at 
at Indianola. We'll have broadcast coverage here beginning at 6.30 with the pregame show, kickoff 7 o'clock from Indianola Football Stadium right across the street from their high school here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies, 66 degrees, a northwest wind at 8 miles per hour, the humidity at 81%. Today we'll see mostly sunny skies, as we will all this week. Today's high, 84 degrees, north winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. We might see a gust up to 20 miles per hour at times. And this has been Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Monday morning. John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, And he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Business as usual as we get things started off this morning. Uh, no major delays, no accidents to pass along to get you started. Thanks to Builderkent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builderkent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Dave O'Brien. It's all about soul. It's all about faith. He's back. Deacon Dave. <laughs> is back. Good to have you, man. Two-week hiatus yes. here. Yes. What's that? I said a little two-week hiatus. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, it was two weeks. I actually quarantined for two weeks and then went up to Fargo to baptize my new grandson. Oh, that's awesome. Now, is this, yeah. uh, how many uh, grandkids have you baptized? Uh, all of them, six. Oh, my goodness. That's That's got to be a real treat. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah. Neat deal. Neat deal. This one was obviously a little smaller, but certainly just as powerful. You know, that's so, awesome, man. Grandpa yeah, doing really the was. baptizing. Sounds yeah. good to me. Papa. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Papa. Bring it in. Bring it in the sheep. There right? you go. <laughs> I love it. That's <laughs> the way to do it. Um, all right. Uh, a gospel. And here, I mean, it seems, I, I maybe I'm jumping ahead of, of where you want to take us, but it, it almost seems like the Lord insults her. Of course, he doesn't. He's, he's really testing her faith here, uh, but she shows it. She's got it. Yeah, I, I've always, you know, I she does show it. And number one, I think I've always talked about this, trying to explain this one, not explain it away, not trying to lighten the load, but I do believe he's also teaching his apostles, you know, and he's getting their attention by this, by this, uh, you know, startling attitude that it seems to, that he has. Mm-hmm. He's trying to say, you know, we're going to welcome everybody and look at her faith. So I really believe that that's one of the things he's doing. A couple of other things, though, that I think it's really important to note, that she does do him homage. You know, she's down on his knee, on her, on, his, on her knees, or maybe even uh, laying flat down her, does him homage. This, this is significant, you know. It's when, when, the, uh, when the apostles saw the great miracles that Jesus did, you know, a lot of times they dropped to their knees. My Lord and my God, right, kind of thing. And so, really, her acknowledging that. You know, she comes from the heritage of Cain, right? Uh, Tyree or is, is uh, was a, was the name of one of the grandsons of Cain, so that's the area she's coming from. She's a Canaanite, which were typical enemies, yeah, just outsiders, but typical enemies of the 
of the Israelites and of the of the Jewish people. So, I mean, it really uh, really kind of significant is what he's doing here, you know. And and then uh, what is really startling, of course, he says, is the dogs. But, you know, I, for the first time, John, I thought about myself, geez, I'm one of those dogs. Yeah. I was one of those dogs, you know, <laughs> that he's talking about. Yeah, I um, I, I kind of laughed a little bit yesterday when I heard the gospel again, and, and you know, it, it popped into my mind. It's almost like at times that the disciples of our Lord are, are kind of acting as his bouncers. You know, I mean, they're walking around like, uh, you know, all right, no, 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 Lord, you you stay back, you stay back, and 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 the Lord just kind of busts through that at very significant times, and and he does so right here with a Canaanite woman. First of all, a woman. All right, so I mean, she's approaching our Lord, and Father Fleming of St. Pius yesterday just had a phenomenal gospel on this because he really allowed that to come to life. I mean, a woman that was living by herself, and she approaches the Lord here in this. So I, that was something already culturally unheard of, and the Lord responds. I mean, you know, again, the disciples, it, 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 within context, are are not right, but I mean, they're they're doing the right thing. I mean, they're they're doing what society tells them to do, kind of move her away and let the Lord, you know, go on to the, the regular business. And the Lord just busts through that once again here and says, no, no you guys don't get it. Mm-hmm. But, but but why? See, why did, how did she bust through that? How did he bust through that? You know, I, I think, again, certainly trying to show the strength uh, of her faith. Yeah. I, you know, I, I also find it interesting it's three times, you know, and, and I like to look at the other three times going back in the Gospels, you know, the three times with Peter, the, the three times of repentance with Peter, and, you know, some of those kind of things, that, that salvation is going to be given to all people. And uh, that's really important for us. I mean, really important when we really think about it. So, I mean, I, I just, it, it, it's one that you have to really think about. It's one that, you know, I remember the kids being very, in the classroom, very, 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 very uncomfortable with this one. You know, hmm. Who is this guy that's... He seems to snub her a little bit, you know, and I think there's a purpose for all of that. Yeah, again, maybe a test of faith here, but I, I love her prayer, and uh, this is probably one of the most simple prayers that we have in, in all the gospel accounts, and it was this, but the woman came and did Jesus homage, saying, Lord, right. help me. You know, right. just three words right, right there, and you, you think, yeah, you know, I... we, we try sometimes to dress up our prayers so much, and here is just a simple and beautiful prayer from her, Lord, help me. Good call, man. Good call. Just to kneel down and say, yeah. Lord, help me. Yeah, I good think that's place. where it's at, and there's our faith right there. Uh, Deacon yeah. Dave O'Brien, I'm glad you're back. Glad you're healthy and safe. Would you give us your blessing? I certainly will. Loving and gracious God, we're just going to say, Lord, hmm. help me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Simple prayer this morning. Deacon Dave O'Brien, everyone. Have a great week, Deacon. Thank you, John. God bless you. All right, you too. Uh, Tyler Rowley coming up right after this, editor of the new book from Ignatius Press. Because of our fathers, 23 different Catholics came together and told stories of their fathers and uh, how they impacted their faith life. This is really interesting stuff. Uh, Tyler's going to be on to talk all about it. 745, we'll have our Faith Journey monthly segment. I know uh, John Dewey Wynn is uh, there right now, I believe, uh, in the midst of uh, kind of a a day-long Faith Journey Summit that they're having, and um, he's going to be talking about how this is going to take shape within the schools this year, how it might look a little bit different as well. John Dewey wins 745 today. Monday, August 17th, John Lee in the morning. Thanks for being with me another week, everyone.
A thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Mom and Dad's roof is all done. Clean up, perfect. Yep. 493, excuse me, 963-4494. Bell Construction, 30 years, residential re-roofs. Thanks, Dean, for underwriting the show and what you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. 963-4494. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one, one child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Catholic Radio, changing hearts and minds. I've been listening to Catholic Radio for about a year now. I am a Protestant. I have learned so much. I'm voted for life in this election because I was listening to Catholic Radio. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Here we are, friends. It's Monday, August 17th. Thanks for being a part of the show. Let's go to our next guest. Editor of Because of Our Fathers, Tyler Rowley joins me. Hey, Tyler. Hey, John. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on, brother. Editing this new book. No, we're not talking about the uh, the church fathers. We're talking about our actual fathers. <laughs> and uh, you've got 23 uh, Catholics that really came together to write stories about their dads and the impact that they had on their life. Which one was your favorite one out of all of them? The favorite essay, wow, putting me on the spot yep, right away. Right My away. favorite essay is the one is the one that I put number one in the book. It's an essay written by a man named John Castillo. His, he's the father of a boy named Kendrick Castillo, who was uh, killed in a school shooting mm. last year. Kendrick was the only person killed because he stopped the school shooting from happening when he rushed the shooter at the front of his classroom, pinned him up against a whiteboard, 
and was shot in the heart and killed, but he saved his entire class. Wow. And uh, Kendrick was a young, faithful Catholic, and he, he was that way because his father was a, Catholic, was a faithful Catholic, and so was his grandfather. And his father recounts his story in the book, and it's, um, it's amazing. It's a, that, that I put that first because he, he exemplified in his life what, what it means to be a Catholic, which is to, to sacrifice yourself and to give your life up for your friends, which is exactly what he did. Well, you wonder if his cause will be started someday for canonization, huh? I do. I do wonder that. I've, I've awesome. actually heard rumors, so you, you never know. That had to be a, uh, an emotional story. My goodness, you're starting off with a strong one here. Other Catholics that, um, that were featured in this book? Other Catholics with Bishop Strickland, Patrick Madrid, Abby Johnson, uh, Anthony Scalia, Father Rocky, Jesse Romero, uh, Father Gerald Murray, Chris, Christopher Check from Catholic Answers. Uh, so on the cover, I put sort of those more prominent names. The, the, the book is kind of divided in between, you know, a lot of people that you would recognize them uh, from being involved in different, you know, books and different apologetics and, and um, in the media. And then the other half are really people who I researched, and I just found these really amazing stories of people who have, you know, who are Catholic today, they claim because their father raised them in the faith. And this is, the book goes through the, the statistics and the studies that show that the generational transmission of faith is much more closely lined with the father uh, than the mother. And the, the statistics are really yeah. mind-blowing. I go, I go through one uh, particular study that was done in Switzerland that just shows staggering numbers how children follow the spiritual life of the father. What are those numbers? Basically, if a father's not a practicing a practicing Catholic, um, if he's an irregular um, or or irregular churchgoer or doesn't go at all, the children have a two to three percent chance wow. of becoming a regular churchgoer when they grow up. Um, even if the mother is a faithful churchgoer, if you flip flop those numbers. Uh, for the mother and the father, the children have a 66% chance of going to church regularly or, or irregularly. So the, the numbers are like, are, are staggering, really. And, and this isn't the only study that shows that. And there's other American studies that have shown that. And this is what the church has always taught, right? This is why we said the father is the head of the household. That's not like some sort of outdated biblical cliche. This is a sociological, spiritual, and biological truth that, that the, the children have this programmed in them to look at the father as the first person, you know, that um, outside of the mother that, that stayed and loved them and is the leader, and what he does is important, and the children know that, and they, and they tend to have this natural uh, tendency to gravitate towards um, what they're choosing to teach them. Why do you think that is? You know, Father, Father I'll, I'll read a quick excerpt from what Father Scalia says, um, and his Father Scalia is obviously the son of of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, and he says, uh, he kind of gets, gets to it, I think. He says, fatherhood is always caught up with bestowing an identity on one's children. The identity we receive from mom is organic and instinctive, but the identity from dad must be more deliberately given and received. Patrimony indicates the inheritance of wisdom and knowledge that we receive from our ancestors. It gives us an identity and keeps us from being historical orphans, isolated in our own little blip of time. The word patrimony itself comes from the Latin patris and munis, the father's duty. It is indeed his duty to give his children an identity so that they know their place in the world. So I think it's like this biological thing where the, 
the children almost sense that, you know, I'm biologically connected to mom. She almost has this natural love for yep. me. But dad is the one who stayed and gave me this identity. That's why it's so painful for children when their fathers aren't around, because that was the first person who needed to make the decision. Was this, was this child created in such a loving way that the people who created this child stayed and loved each other and then loved this child? And when that doesn't happen, there's this wound. And, you know, I go through the sociological disadvantages that children face, and then I could just make the next logical conclusion. If there's all these, you know, if poverty and abortion and suicide all happen when dad isn't around, well, then if dad doesn't form you spiritually, you're going to be dead in that way, too. Yeah, I mean, w- one of the things that uh, I like about the book, from from what I've seen so far, is you're really just using uh, statistics uh, that uh, you know are, are telling the story for you. Yeah, in my introduction, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm trying to show that empirically that this is this is true, and then and then I'm getting to the the meat of that through the stories, and I'm personalizing it through these 23 people. And what's funny is that you know, so there's this idea that you know the father is vitally important. He bestows an identity. He bestows the spiritual life of the child. So I pick up the phone and I call 23 people. And I don't know anything about their dads. I know that they're serious Catholics, but I don't know anything about their dads. And lo and behold, you know, every single one (laughs) says, oh yeah, my dad was a very committed Catholic, the best guy in the world, and I am Catholic today because of my dad. So the whole thesis of the book was proven in my, in my, um, calling these people and asking them to contribute their essays about their dad. You know, there's nothing I can do when my son, he's 11 months, is in his mother's arms. There's nothing I can do to get him away from his mother. If my son is in my arms and he sees mom, he'll go to mom 100% (laughs) of the time. As you said, it's just instinctive. It's biological. It's ingrained in him. But I also know my job, as you said before, isn't done. Uh, and my job might come a little bit later in that, uh, or even even just right now, you know, demonstrating what it is that I can. And I know that role, and my wife knows that role, and she tries to really encourage me in that as well. And I, and I need that help from her and that reminder of the role that both mothers and fathers play. And a very distinctive role. It, they're, they're very different roles, as you said before. They're not the same. No, they're not. And we live in a culture that tries to tell us that there's no difference between men and women. It's an absolute lie. And, and, and everything that we're seeing from, you know, on, on the streets of our country today, we're seeing the effects of not, having, of not having the male presence in the household. And you're right, you will be, you know, your, your child wants to be with mom right now, but one day when your child's older, he's going to be looking and, and observing what you're doing so closely that you will, you know, he's, just go, he's going to likely mirror your life um, from from a from a worldly perspective and from a spiritual perspective, pressures and, on, um, huh? and pressures on. That's right, <laughs> and that, I think that's what Bishop Thomas Olmsted, you know, from the from the Diocese of Phoenix, said a long time ago. He said when he he wrote his um, his letter to men in his diocese, diocese into the breach, and he, he was very poignant, and very blunt. He said, "You guys got to step it up. You know, this is ridiculous. What's happening? You're, you're completely neglecting your baptismal promises. Your children are falling away from the faith. There's there's chaos and destruction all around our country, and we have to start with Catholic men doing the right thing, practicing their faith, and knowing your faith. The, the, big, the big shame of this is that Catholic men, Catholic fathers, walk away from their faith. They don't even know what it teaches. They can't even have an intelligent conversation about what the faith teaches, who Jesus Christ was, what the cross is, but they're giving up that whole Catholic identity for their children and their grandchildren that was passed on to them from centuries 
if not millennia, of, of faithful Catholic fathers. And I ask them in the book, I say, okay, if you're going to give it up, what are you replacing it with? Why are you giving it up? What, do, what, 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 what does it teach that you so are, is so reprehensible to you, and what are you going to replace it with for your family? How can people get the book? CatholicFatherBook.com. 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 You can also go to Divine Treasures, friends. If they don't have it here locally, they will order it for you. Tyler Riley. Tyler, great job, man. Thanks for coming on the show. God bless you, John. Thank you All so right. much. All right. That's Tyler Rowley, everyone. Because of Our Fathers is the title of the book. Uh, coming up, John Wynn will have your faith journey segment, monthly segment. I think they're right in the midst of uh, of uh, having kind of a day-long exercise here with uh, Faith Journey. And we'll have uh, that for you, what it is and how it's going to look a little bit different this year as well. And Joe Stopulus coming up in the second half hour as well. All right. Uh, it's Monday, August 17th. John Leonetti in the morning. Oh, we've come on strong already. Thanks for being a part of the show. And thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Quality, not just the customer service, a commitment to the quality of workmanship and the materials used is next to none. 1999 was when it was founded, 20 years in business. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew A young man approached Jesus and said, Teacher, what good must I do to gain eternal life? He answered him, Why do you ask me about the good? There is only one who is good. If you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. He asked him, Which ones? And Jesus replied, You shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All of these I have observed. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this statement, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. The Gospel of the Lord Practicing Christianity involves more than just exterior acts of avoiding evil and doing good. It also requires interior movement closer to God by loving and coming to better understand Him, and sometimes we need to jettison the distractions that keep us from doing so. Notice that Jesus doesn't criticize the young man for keeping the commandments. Jesus tries to draw him deeper into a relationship with God. Jesus calls us to strive to conform ourselves as much as possible to His person, while having the humility that ultimately there's nothing we can do on our own to save ourselves. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. 
Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. You know, I was, uh, it was a couple nights ago, and, and uh, we were praying with our family. And I started telling the story. I just finished another book on the saints. Surprise, surprise. And uh, this one went into detail on uh, St. Gianna. And I was just really moved. And one thing that I learned about St. Gianna, and I did not know this, is, um, of course, giving her life for her child in a couple days afterwards um, is when she died. But she was in great pain as she was dying. Great pain. And she kept repeating the words, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. As she was through that pain. And those were her last words that were recorded by her, um, her family members as they sat by her bedside. And I told that story on Friday, and you, you never know the effect that it has on, on your kids. And you don't even think about this, but I'm sitting in Mass yesterday, and uh, my daughter's there. She's five, and my daughter just starts tearing up and kind of wiping her, her eyes. And I'm thinking to myself, what's going on? So I said to her, this is during Mass. So I said, honey, what's, what's the matter? And then she just kind of breaks down, and she says, that was so beautiful of St. Gianna saying, I love you, God. I love you, God, as, uh, as she was dying. That was so beautiful, Dad. Just two days afterwards, I didn't even think anything of it. And there's my five-year-old crying in mass because of it. You know, the other time she's, you know, destroying the house and yelling at her brother. And, you know, I mean, it, but just that moment was such a, a beautiful moment for me to be able to see and to know that even the smallest of things, again, I'm just sharing the story, and I, you, know, you never know what effect it's going to have. But uh, that just you know, went, went straight to her heart on that. So I, I, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe that's just a little God wink for, for the show and for the listeners this morning um, to tell the lives of the saints, but also to know that even the smallest, the littlest of things that you share, you know, the kids, they don't ignore you. They may look like they're not paying attention, but they, they don't ignore you. They listen Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Another uh, message from you on how to make your daughter cry in mass. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Nice job. I know. Gosh. I know. Now, I said news and sports, but I, we can we can skip the, the weekend sports if you'd like. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, the Cubs lost three or four. Matter of fact, they, the last one was a Thursday night's game against Milwaukee. They dropped three straight and doubleheader day against the dreaded Cardinals. So mm-hmm. Three run leads aren't be, enough. Uh, regroup. Now, I think these are seven inning games tonight, right? They are. That yeah. is correct. First game at 4.15, Iowa time. And, uh, yeah, they'll play seven innings, and then once the game's over, they'll take a half-hour 
or 45 minutes off and then start the second game tonight. Uh, playing some double headers. Yeah. The bad news is, is I think the Cubs lead the league in runs scored after the seventh inning. So we're going to have to get <laughs> get going early this morning or th- today. Well, <laughs> they were uh, they were all one run losses yeah. uh, over the weekend. That is the good news. They weren't like they were blown out. They right. were in there, but right. uh, yeah. Bad, bad timing. So, thus the season, Mr. Leonetti. The nice thing about baseball is there's always another game until there's not, but there is now. Correct. And in some cases, two games. Yep. Get right back on it. There you go. Hey, you see the uh, your your favorite sport? Uh, Golf season's underway. High school golf gets underway today. And Dowling teeing off in about an hour. It's 8.45 out at uh, Copper Creek and Pleasant Hill. Ron Gray and the Dowling Boys golf team uh, going at it. JV varsity match at uh, 8.45 first tee. Okay. Well, good luck to them. You go out there and cheer them on any, John, or take up, uh, get a few pointers. Uh, some of those guys really can swing it. Yeah, they're good. I, I, uh, I could use all the coaching lessons I can get. I'll tell you that. Okay, I just wanted to be clear that they were doing that. I know you're getting ready for your big outing at the end of the month, oh, uh, yeah. the Bishop's Golf outing out at uh, the last uh, Monday of August, and I know you're getting your practices in. We have got our Iowa Catholic Radio team. We're going out to win it. Mm-hmm. We're going out to win it. Okay. Okay, I, I just want to be sure. Now, I, I have worked out an arrangement with uh, Coach Wilson, the Dowling football coach, about maybe – uh, fitting, outfitting uh, some of the golfers that are either the tees ahead of you or behind you with helmets, just in case. <laughs> no, no, not not ahead or behind. It's to the left or right. That's where they got to be wearing the helmets. All right, not, not I can't I can't hit oh. the ball long enough uh, to be able to get anyone. It, it's it's to the fairway to the left and right that you got to be worried about. Oh, then I got to put a call in for eight more helmets. Uh, I did not know that. I right. never thought of the other fairways. Yes. Okay. So eight more helmets. There you go. Coach Wilson called today, August 31st, 11 o'clock, Echo Valley, Bishop's Golf Outing, Leonetti. Got it. All That's right. It. my phone. You're in. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get right to it today. We've got a beautiful week in weather. I know some folks are still cleaning up, and that's the, the bad news about what's uh, happened a week ago today. It's hard to believe that duration came through here. But right now, from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, who was on TV 13 this morning, uh, from the Mercy One studio, currently we have mostly clear skies, 66 degrees, a northwest wind at 8 miles prior, the humidity at 81%. Today we'll see mostly sunny skies, a high of 84 degrees, north winds at 5 to 15 miles prior. We might see some gusts up around 20 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight, clear skies, overnight low of 58 degrees, and then tomorrow, mostly sunny, and it'll be that way all week. Mostly sunny highs in the lower to mid-80s. Bring out, break out your sunglasses all this week as we'll see uh, mostly dry conditions now through Friday. In the news, on this uh, Monday morning, well, even with all the rain that fell on Iowa during last Monday's uh, derecho, uh, the uh, latest report from the U.S. Drought Monitor shows little change from a week ago. The report shows all or parts of 11 Iowa counties in west-central Iowa are in their second week in the D3 category, which means extreme drought. The scale only goes up to D4, which is the exceptional drought, uh, though none of Iowa has reached that level as of yet. The report shows much of Iowa's western half remains under moderate to severe drought, while much of northern and east-central Iowa is considered abnormally dry. Only a smattering of counties on the southern and eastern borders of Iowa are in the normal normal territory. Eleven Iowa counties in extreme drought conditions, with four of those counties right near central Iowa, including Adair, Boone, Dallas, and Guthrie counties. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, some of the Midwest teams 
teams that were involved. Well, the uh, Brewers took three of four from the Cubs over the weekend. Milwaukee winning at Wrigley Field yesterday, six to five. Cubs uh, uh, now have a three and a half game lead over Milwaukee and St. Louis in the National League Central. Minnesota Twins they lead Cleveland by one game in the American League Central. Yesterday, the Twins defeated Kansas City four to two, and the White Sox down St. Louis seven to two. Cleveland down the Detroit Tigers by the score of eight to five. Today, we have the fall high school sports season opener, and that's high school boys golf. Dowling Catholic this morning at Southeast Polk. They'll be played at uh, Copper Creek Golf Course in Pleasant Hill. They'll have an 8.45 tee time. That'll be a JV varsity start. We're just 11 days away from the opening night of the high school football season here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And for the 44th consecutive year, Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School football. The Ruins are the seven-time defending Class 4A champions, and the opening night is Friday, August 28th. Dowling at Indianola, pregame at 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We'll be broadcasting from the Indianola Football Stadium. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies, 66 degrees, a northwest wind at 8 miles per hour, the humidity at 81%. And today you'll need those sunglasses, mostly sunny skies throughout the day, a high of 84 degrees with north winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free and no major delays to pass along as we continue with that drive this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Pope Francis on Saturday, which was the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, saying that, quote, when man set foot on the moon, he said a phrase that became famous. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. In essence, humanity had reached a historic milestone, the Holy Father said. But today, in Mary's assumption into heaven, we celebrate an infinitely greater achievement. Our Lady set foot in heaven. He said, Our Lady set foot in heaven. She went there not only in spirit, but with her body as well, with all of herself. That one of us dwells in the flesh in heaven gives us hope. We understand that we are precious, destined to rise again. God does not allow our bodies to vanish into nothing. With God, nothing is lost. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your saint of the day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Greed. The immoderate desire for goods that can be valued in terms of money is a principal sin of our age. Today's saint is a powerful intercessor for those struggling to reject greed. And who isn't? St. Joan of the Cross today. She was a wealthy businesswoman. She had inherited a modest shop near a religious shrine from her parents. And the success of her business quickly made her callous towards others. She pursued wealth and shunned the beggars who frequently were near her shop. But one day... Joan was touched by an older woman who claimed to have been in direct connection to God. From that moment, Joan's life took on a new meaning. Her heart was almost instantly changed. She devoted herself to the poor and the orphans around her area. 
She eventually closed her shop and sold it. Joan rechristened herself Joan of the Cross and created a religious congregation called the Congregation of St. Anne of Providence. By the time of her death in 1736, she had founded 12 religious houses, hospices, and schools. Pope John Paul II canonized her in 1982. We ask today, St. Joan of the Cross, to pray for us. Amen. And thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our Saint of the Day, a family that knows how important wills and estate planning is. 30 years in business, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Let's go to Joe of the Cross right now. Hello, Joe. Mr. Leonetti, good morning. Uh, you know, my son, I, I think I've said this on the show before, but he has said to me, you know, Dad, I, is there a Saint Joseph of the Cross? I want that title. And I said, you don't know what you're asking for, pal. No, you don't want that. You don't want I mean, that title you, right now. If it's given to you, fine, but I'll tell you what. I like uh, St. Job Des Moines would be fine. Saint Job I, think Des Moines. Okay that. I like that. It sounds good. West Des Moines. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there we go. What do we got coming up on the uh, show? So, big show today, John. Uh, so, about four or five weeks ago, somewhere in there, if you remember, I replayed an episode that we did with Father John Ricardo about four years ago during the 2016 election, uh, and where Father John called on his parish. Uh, first, he quoted uh, three of the Founding Fathers and then Abraham Lincoln uh, talking about returning to God through fasting. Hmm. And he and his parish did a, a full Wednesday fast every single Wednesday, no food until Eucharist at 5 p.m., and they did that for about three or four months leading up to the election. And you know, my show, we did it as well, and we had listeners doing it. Well, sure enough, John, we on this show on Monday of last month, they about four weeks ago, I, I broadcast that episode again. That same week, Father John uh, and the Acts 29 team felt the call to do another one for this year, for what, not the election, but for our country to return uh, to God. Wow. And so they had kind of a premonition the same time we replayed it on this show. And sure enough, that next week, they were talking about what they're doing. Well, John, it's going to be awesome. So Abraham Lincoln's proclamation was for the last Thursday uh, in September. Uh, happened three times for them to have a full nationwide day of fasting and prayer. And so Father John and Acts 29, what they are doing is trying to call the entire nation uh, on September 24th of this year to a day of fasting and penance for the country. And uh, obviously invoking Abraham Lincoln and the proclamations that he did. And really, we're, they've started a website. They're trying to get all everyone of, of goodwill, uh, whether you're Catholic, Jewish, whatever, um, to, to join them uh, and working out with hopefully getting some senators and possibly you know presidents or candidates to jump on board. So anyway, today's show uh, is an interview with Father John and Mary Guilfoyle from Acts 29, and we're going to talk about uh, the day of fasting uh, coming up next month. So really excited about it. We're, we're going to do whatever we can to spread the word. Now let me ask, what does the fasting entail? It, it's really up to you, John. I mean, so when, when, when President Lincoln did these declarations, there was nothing specific, uh, and so Father John and his team, what they're saying is, you know, whatever you can do, um, you know, I, what they're going to do is no food all day long uh, until until dinner, and hopefully that dinner is brought with a, if possible, mass that evening, and then you're breaking the fast with the Eucharist, but basically no food all day long until until dinner, but it, it's really whatever you can do um, to come back, and you know, hopefully the hour of three o'clock, um, we're, we're adding a little extra prayer time in, some extra quiet, but you know, depending on where you're at in your faith and what you're, you're able to do, just something to set aside prayer and fasting. Because that's, you know, in, when you read these declarations during the Civil War, when we are in a much more trying time than we're at now, 
it's all about returning to God and returning uh, ourselves and our nation back to God. Nothing can go wrong with that, with a simple fast like that. Joe Stopulus, everyone. Sounds good to me. I'll be listening. Awesome, John. Talk to you soon. Joe Stopulus, uh, coming up this morning, friends, 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the evening. They're all podcasted as well. Very popular show, very popular podcast as well. Uh, You can get all of those and binge listen to them at will. All right, coming up right after this, we're going to have John Dewey Wynn back on the show for our Faith Journey segment and how it's going to look this year, especially with everything that's going on and uh, what they're really trying to do, what the focus for this school year is, especially for the teachers and the parents. So we'll have John Dewey Wynn right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nighting in the Morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. 493-1060-5sonsnaturescapes.com. Catholic family, wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including window wells, premium boulder walls, retaining walls, sidewalks, paver patios, more. 493-1060. Thank you, friend, for writing the show. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. That's FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, August 17th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Happy anniversary to Father Anthony Adibe, who is celebrating the anniversary of his ordination to priesthood. Father Anthony is chaplain at Mercy Medical Center. Congratulations to several deacons and their wives who celebrated a 10-year ordination anniversary last Friday. The deacons who were ordained 10 years ago are deacons Francis Chan, Jim Houston, Bob McClellan, Jim Obradovich, Steve Reed, Tom Schenk, Terry Schleisman, Luke T. Scotter, Steve Udelhoffen, Mike Mano, and Bill Hare. Thank you for answering your vocation call. The Christ Our Life Conference is coming up in mid-September. You can be a part of this special event by either going in person or live-streaming the event. Tickets are available for both. To abide by public health and safety precautions, masks will be mandatory in all common areas, such as when entering and exiting Wells Fargo Arena and adoration and confession while visiting exhibitors, restrooms, and concession stands. Here are world-class speakers like Father Don Calloway, Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, Sister Miriam James, and more. Go to ChristOurLifeIowa.com for details. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. I don't see, I still believe. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Oh God, you might deliver
Thank you, Blessman International. Yes, they've had to find different ways to be able to do what they do for the families, the children there in Limpopo, South Africa. And they have they have really continued and, and been working hard to make sure that they're still given the meals and the uh, proper nutrition, just the basic needs, sanitary needs that that many of us take for granted. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you for underwriting the show. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Let's go to John Dewey Wynn right now. Hello, Dewey. Hello, John. You know, when my mother middle names me, it's not a good thing. What do you mean? You just middle named me. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, you, you, are, you are Dewey. You. Actually, that's right. that's the, right. the correct pronunciation is Yui. Correct? Yui, that's right, yeah. Yes, I remember you hey, telling me that. I remember you telling me that in seminary, and I haven't <laughs> forgotten that. And then uh, uh, John was the name that you took when you came to the United States. That's right, to I blend to say in with a, all you folks. I have to say that's a great, that's a great choice for a name. Um, <laughs> you are in the midst of a, now what, what is this, like a, uh, like a seminar right now for Faith Journey? Uh, yeah, so this morning we have a convocation. Okay. Um, yearly we have uh, two, two convocations. Um, one in the fall, one in the spring, where all of our diocesan uh, faculty and staff in our Catholic schools gather together. We celebrate the day uh, with Mass, and uh, we have a keynote, um, and then uh, we uh, we do small group breakouts. Um, this year, we plan- we were planning on um, small group breakouts where uh, topics would, uh, would have been, um, you know, uh, talked about, and so you know the mass, um, faith, and um, and service. How they're the two sides of the same coin. Uh, we would have talked about uh, prayer, um, how to how to pray effectively. Um, so those sort of things. But unfortunately, what's happened is, of course, um, because of uh, of the COVID uh, pandemic, we we had to move everything online and. Um, Added to that, the the Darigel that was uh, a recent disaster here. Um, we we are keeping part of uh, the morning, which is uh, going to be Bishop Johnson um, encouraging our our teachers and our, our staff um, and providing some insight into hope um, amid all of this darkness. And then uh, the rest of the convocation will be recorded and then distributed to the schools um, so that they can use them throughout the year as part of their faith formation for faith journey. Is there an overall theme or goal that you have specifically for uh, the teachers that you're serving and families? Yeah, this, this year's theme. Um, so each year I, uh, we work on a theme uh, together, and um, this year... In the fall, we decided that it would be Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, <laughs> this was decided actually back early spring, uh, prior to all of this uh, happening. Yeah. So, although quite appropriate and providential, almost. Well, it sounds good to me. Um, and are things going to be looking different. I mean, how I, besides like today, um, are you going to be maybe doing more recordings uh, for the teachers than normal? Yeah, I, you know. That's one of the interesting uh, questions that we're we're having to deal with. You know how how do we minister um, to teachers uh, themselves who are ministers to students, but they themselves need ministry because they, um, you know, they, they as we all say, they cannot give that which they won't have. And so, how do we do that um, from a uh, an electronic? 
vantage point, if you will. So that's some of the, the things that we're, we're discussing. Um, I have a committee that helps me, the Faith Journey Committee. So mm-hmm. it, it's comprised of uh, principals and teachers um, and some of our ad administration here down at the diocese, um, the diocese in office. And we're, we're exploring through that. And, you know, I think it's going to be, a, you know, talk about hybrid mode. It'll be kind of a hybrid mode. You know, we'll send out some of these, um, these recordings of the convocation, and then um, I'll be making... Um, my physical presence in the in the schools um, and presenting to the teachers. There you go, uh, John yeah. Dewey. Win, John. Thanks for coming on, brother. We'll talk to you. Yeah. soon. Yeah. Thanks, John. All right, yep. and Bye-bye. we'll continue our faith journey segment every month here to give you updates on what's happening uh, for the teachers. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe. Defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Linetti, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this born and weary land, where many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water. We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.